Welcome to Down with Joe DeRosa, one topic, one hour. Here we are again, another episode. Let's get the filthy plugs out of the way first. Uh, new album is out now. Mistakes were made, the B-sides, available on iTunes for $9.99. Double album, double album. Get it, buy it, enjoy it, leave a review if you would. I'd appreciate it. Hope you dig it. Uh, upcoming gigs. Uh, I got the Toronto Just for Laughs Festival. Uh, I guess it's next week, I believe. Uh, and also, uh, after that, going to be doing uh, Helium in Philadelphia uh, the weekend before uh, Halloween. And then the weekend of Halloween, I'll be at the Comedy Works in Albany. And in between those two gigs, uh, we also have the uh, Lizard Lounge at the Chameleon Club in Lancaster, PA, and Joker's Wild in Connecticut. You can get all the details for all these shows if you're in those areas uh, at www.joederosacomedy.com. Get anything you need there, and, uh, then, and then you'll be good. All right. So what are we talking about this week? We're talking about what? Some son of a bitch doesn't want to buy land, some broad you're trying to screw, so forth. Let's talk about something important. Uh, we're talking about technology this week. That's the, that's the topic at hand. I honestly can't remember if we've done an episode about technology uh, yet. I don't think we have, which was odd because when I was... Uh, when I was thinking about doing this subject today, I, I thought to myself, we, there, there must have been one about technology already, and, and I don't think we have done one. It would have taken me five seconds to go on and, and read the 30 episodes you know, that we've done on my own website and just the titles of them to see what we've done or haven't done, um, and I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Why? Because I couldn't be fucking bothered with it. That's why. Okay? I don't have time. I got shit going on here. I'm podcasting. Um, you know? Podcasting. I'm, I'm, I got shows. A couple a week. Sometimes I get ideas for scripts. And then I... I'll jot it down on a napkin and then never write it. I'm busy, people. I'm busy. I can't be reading my own website. What am I, a narcissist? I don't got time. Anyway, the truth is I forgot to do it. So uh, I forgot to use technology today to find out if we had already done a podcast about technology. Uh, I am not sure if we have. I don't think we have. And even if we have, I think I'm going to talk about it very differently today uh, uh, than, I, than I perhaps did previously because uh, I have new thoughts and new opinions on it. Um, now, let's start with the, with the positives, uh, as, as we often do on this show. You know, I'm a tech geek as much as the next guy. Uh, I love technology. In fact... Um, for those listeners out there of the uh, You Know What Dude podcast with uh, Robert Kelly, when I was on that show, Bobby and I used to do Tech Talk, which was a little tech segment every week. Or uh, I, I think we all, almost always did it, um, where we discussed a new piece of technology that we were really excited about. And uh, I loved doing that segment so much because I... I would get excited about technology and I would get excited that Bobby often had a new thing that I hadn't heard of, uh, to, to show me. And it's, I, I mean, you show me a phone that does something I don't need it to do. And I am all yours. Ladies, if you want to know how to get into my pants, you show me a phone that can you know, somehow it unlocks the security screen because it it recognizes my nose hairs or, you know, or like, you know, if you chew a piece of strawberry gum and breathe strawberry breath into the mouthpiece, it somehow knows that means that you're supposed to text. 
a fucking pointless feature that you'll never use, ever. I love it. I love it. That's why I got the uh, Samsung phone temporarily. I went over to the Samsung S5 or S4, excuse me, phone, the Galaxy, for a little while because it has a thing where you can just look down, like with your eye, and and it'll scroll the web page for you. So you don't use your finger. You literally look down, and it scrolls. And guess what? You never use it ever because it sucks your battery clean. Uh, it also doesn't work that well all the time. Uh, you know, it's a cool feature. Uh, and that phone also does the thing where you take a picture and you can, like, del delete, like, a person that, like, walked through the frame at the last minute in the background. It's insane the shit it can do. Yeah, I never used any of these things. I had the phone. I had to have it. Had to have it. Had it for six months and then realized what I really cared about was the headphones I didn't like. And I couldn't get headphones that I did like for that phone. So I got rid of it. That was literally, and I went back to the iPhone because the iPhone had a better headphone selection. That's literally what it came down to. That's what's, by the way, uh, right now preventing me from going and getting uh, uh, one of the new Samsung phones again because I really like the, uh, the Note phone. Why? Because you can write on the screen. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? I will never use that feature. I just want it. I just want to be able to pull out my phone and write on it with a stylus. You know, the way you could with Palm Pilots eight years ago that aren't around anymore. You know, the things that are extinct now. And that, and then that's somehow the main selling feature of the newest phones that are out there. Somehow the newest phones are going, look, we do shit that became obsolete. And you go, oh, that's great. I just want to be able to do it. I just want to be able to do it, you know? Uh, but the thing that's stopping me is headphones. Because at the end of the day, uh, at least when it comes to phones, what I care most about uh, technology-wise is, is convenience uh, and, so I, and, and comfort. So if I can use, I want, if the phone in any way is not comfortable or inconvenient in any way for me to use, I, that, that's the thing I don't like. Um, and headphones are big for me with the phone because I travel so much. So, you know, until there is, you know, is the, the wide array of, of earbuds and uh, bright orange 1985-looking boombox headphones available for the Galaxy phones, uh, I'm going to stay with the iPhone. Um, and there even might be now. I don't know what, what the selection is out there. I am not trying to slander Samsung in any way. Uh, by suggesting that they don't have a good headphone selection. I haven't kept up on it. Who cares? There's, there's, there's a bigger point here. The bigger point is uh, what we all, I think, love about technology and the thing that I love about it and the thing that makes it so great is that it brings convenience to our lives. It makes things a little bit easier. It's tremendous. When that the, 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 the MP3 player is now inside the phone, so you don't have to carry two devices like you, like you have a dual pacemaker or something on, you know, or you're, uh, you know, on one side you're a diabetic, you know, and then uh, with, with an insulin injector, and on the other side your heart's failing. That's what it feels like when you have to carry multiple fucking phones and devices in your. Pro How great is that? They put the thing, it's all in the one. It's all in the one. And I have a friend. His name is Nate Fernald. He's a very funny comedian, uh, and he's a very dear friend. He still uses both. He has like a regular phone and then an iPad or an iPod touch. And he carries both all the time. I'm like, what are you doing? Just get an iPhone. Nah, don't want it, man. Don't feel like playing, paying the data plan. He still has like the phone where you flip it open. And, you know, the flip phone. I can't believe I just said that. The phone where you have to flip it open. Jesus Christ. Uh, on the technology podcast. That's how I chose to phrase it. The phone where you have to flip it open. Anyway, um, he still has a flip phone. Where you have to, like, cycle through the letters when you're texting. Jesus Christ. Do you also burn your wounds 
to make sure they're clean. And then, uh, you know, why don't you bring your flip flown down to the uh, town square? We're gonna we're gonna boil this witch later in oil. Anyway, um, so he still does both. I I don't understand both. Anyway, I I love. I love the convenience of technology. When they married that, when all of a sudden there was the phone with the MP3 player in it, that was insane. And there was the phone, and, and then the app stores came out. I was down with iPod, uh, iPhone from day one. All right, I had the first iPhone. The app store wasn't there when you first got it. I don't know how many of you remember that. There was no app store. It was just a phone that had uh, a YouTube app on it. Um, it had a internet browser on it. Uh, and it had your iPod. And then it had like the stocks app, like, like the basic standard apps were there. And they just kept saying, the app store is coming, the app store is coming. And I remember when the app store finally opened and there were like 25 apps. There was like nothing. And it was so exciting though. It was so exciting because now you didn't just have this phone that was super convenient from like a sort of entertainment and marginally from an information standpoint. Now these apps came out and suddenly, eventually down the tick, uh, you were, you were able to do all these other convenient things with your phones, like book airplane tickets or, or buy uh, a bus pass or whatever, or, or, Go into Starbucks and put your phone up to the thing and get paid for your coffee because your account was linked or you could do your banking or amazing, amazing, super, super, super convenient social networking. I mean, geez, do you know how hard it used to be to meet people? Do you know how hard it used to be to meet people? You had to go to a place to meet them. And if they didn't want to talk to you, tough. And a lot of the times, they didn't want to talk to you. Why? Because they were seeing all of you at once. They were seeing the whole thing at once. There he is, all of it. Yuck. No thanks. I'm going to pass on that one. Now, oh, you just, you just send a little tweet. Hi there. How you doing? What's going on? Well... I don't know what's going on. I think I might want to talk to you. This tiny minuscule picture of you isn't revolting. Let's see where this goes. I'll talk to you until I see a bigger picture. I've talked online to people that I idolized as a, as a child. As a child. I'll tell you the greatest day of my life when MC Ren from NWA followed me on Twitter. That was... The, Possibly the greatest day of my life. I haven't had any communication with him. But when he, I followed him and he followed me back, and I was like, I don't care if it was him or an assistant or whatever. For one brief moment, I, was, I, I fulfilled every childhood fantasy I ever had of hanging out wearing a Raiders jacket next to that guy. It, it came true in, in an instant. Even if it was just like his secretary just going, oh, just follow. I'm just following back anybody that follows us. What I don't care. In my head, it was, dude, I never would have gotten that feeling 10 years ago without social networking. I remember doing a video about uh, bad religion. I did, a, I did a web series or an episode of a web series um, it was, I think it was called Conversations with a Twitter Feed, where you, you would react on camera to people. You would read a, 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 somebody's tweets, and then you would react to them. Um, and I chose Brett Gurowitz from Bad Religion because he is pretty active on Twitter, and Bad Religion's my favorite band of all time. And I was in this video where I responded to his tweets, and a year later, a year later, I woke up one morning and there was a tweet from him and it said, pretty funny, Joe, and he favorited it. And I was like, oh my God, the guy that co-founded my favorite band of all time just recognized that I existed. He just recognized that I existed. That was all I, 
you could years ago it was i'm going to send a letter to this guy and pray to god that he writes back which who knows what the fucking chances of that happening were i have no idea i would think slim could you imagine like if you were famous like in the old days like like you know if you were like doris day or something like that and you got like fan mail and you actually it, it was literally mail you ever see that in like the old movies and TV shows? They'll be like fan mail, and they, they literally bring like a sack in, you know, and they would weigh it. They would like, like they would. That's how they would judge your your popularity. Like, is they would weigh your fan mail, and by the weight of it, they would know like how much was coming in. And then like you might have to sit there and literally write back to everybody, even if it's just sign a fucking picture and mail it back. You know fucking awful that would be just signing picture after picture constantly to send it back i don't blame these people that were like i i have a i have a lady that was that was by the way back in the day that was the equivalent of now when somebody has somebody else do their twitter for them they had a person that knew how to mimic their signature and they would just sign the pictures for them and mail them back that's like people have been doing that forever uh, it, it didn't start with social media, but I mean, you know, I'm digressing a bit. Social media allows for the 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 meeting and uh, interaction with people that you probably never would have ever had the chance to meet or interact with in any way. And celebrities, of course, are the extreme example of that. Um, but it, you know, of course, trickles down into into dating and and friendship and all these other areas. It's a much wider net that you're casting, uh, and, and you get a much greater return. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. I, I, I'm joking, obviously, when I say you, you go to a bar and people go, yuck. That does happen. Don't get me wrong. That definitely happens, and it has happened about you. I hate to break it to you. It's happened about you, and you don't know it. It's happened to all of us. Uh, but, you know, the fact of the matter is social media just provides for a much greater net. To, to, to be thrown out there, and, and, and it gives you a bigger pool of people to meet, so your success ratio will probably be a little higher. It's the same thing with dating, internet dating, which is just another you know sort of subcategory of this. You get to meet these people. You get to sort of put your bullet point resume up there, and it cuts through a lot of the bullshit. So phones, convenience, absolute convenience, social networking, absolute convenience through technology, uh, uh, internet dating, absolute convenience through technology. And then, you know, we could talk about the programs uh, that are out there now that technology has allowed uh, you to create at a much faster rate. Uh, programs now, when I say programs, I'm talking like uh, media apps, uh, uh, music orchestration programs, and, and website building programs, and apps, and things of that nature. You know, there was a time where you couldn't create music unless you could pick up a guitar and play it uh, and, and painstakingly learn how to play it uh, or, or, or buy a drum kit and you had to play. I was a drummer. You had to play by yourself. You had to play by yourself. Uh, at least with a guitar, you can like make a song by yourself and you're just like, well, this is an acoustic number. And, that, and that was, that's enough. Drums, you... you it's pretty hard to be like this is a this is a solo piece. Uh, it's you know. It, by the way, I just pissed off all the drummers out there. They're like, oh, just fuck. you absolutely can make a percussion solo piece. I saw Terry Bozio do it. There's a nerd drum reference for you, Terry Bozio. Anybody with me on that reference? Amazing, amazing. I think he might be the best drummer alive. Uh, I'm not exaggerating. Um, Check him out. He actually does like solo shows where he just does percussion and stuff. And it's incredible. It's incredible. But he is one of the few people I've ever seen do that where, I, where you're actually captivated by it. Um, it's a different type of instrument. You know, here's what I used to have to do because I wasn't a great drummer. I'd have to like listen to, I'd have to just play along with music. Like I, so I would, I would blast uh, my CD player, my five disc Sony changer CD player. I would blast music loud enough that I could hear it over the drums. 
I would just play along with it. You know what would happen? The fucking thing would skip constantly because it was it was playing when CD players when they when it would play too loud, there would be you know vibration from the bass and stuff, and it would make the CDs skip. Yeah, because technology sucked. If I had an MP3 player, I would have been in business. That thing would have never fucking skipped once. I would have been jamming. So, but I didn't. So my situation was uh, not only am I playing alone, uh, but it's also skipping. So now you're lonely and frustrated. Uh, you know, now though, you got music programs. You don't need the guitar. You don't need the, the, the drum kit. You go into your garage band. You go into your logic and you make some songs. And it will kind of like nurse you through it or nurture you through it and, and kind of like, hey, here's how you, I'm gonna, here's how you shuffle you along here. Here's, here's how you do this. It'll give you the assist. There are programs now where you can build. There, there are websites that let you build websites. Okay? I had my website built for me, and I got a deal, and it was still expensive as shit. It's expensive. Having your website built is expensive. There are websites now where you just go, and it's like, okay, here are the templates. Pay us 25 bucks a month or 20 bucks a month or whatever it is. I don't even think it's that much. Here are the templates. Here's how you upload your pictures. Here's how you uh, upload media. Here's your media player. Here's a different media player. Here's a third option. Here's a 10th option. Here's a 37,000th option. It's craziness. You could just do it on your own completely. Make your own music. Upload it to your own website that you built yourself. Do your own promotion because here's another website that you pay a fee to and they help you do your own web promotion. Technology is fucking crazy. It allows us to essentially be upstart experts whenever we feel like it and to live the lives of seeming, seeming luxury in any way we choose. You can't, it's not just paying for the Starbucks with your phone. It's ordering anything you want on your phone whenever you think of it and decide to buy it. You can literally be trapped in the middle of the North Pole somewhere and go, you know what? Uh, I want a couch. You will have a couch. You will have your couch, sir. And it will be delivered to you steadfast. That's the wrong term. God damn it. God, my vocabulary sucks is it is steadfast that i don't even want to look it up because i feel like it's not the right word and then i feel i already feel dumb i don't want to feel dumber anyway um but you'll have your couch you'll have it what else do you want what else do you want you want some uh you want some taiwanese fusion cuisine also you'll have that too you'll have that too what else do you want uh, an out-of-print copy of Jethro Tull's third album on vinyl, signed? No problem. Your wish is our command. It's literally like having a genie. You go on the Amazon app on your phone, it's literally like having a genie. I want a piece of uh, Cesar Romero's dyed green hair from when he played the Joker on the 1966 Batman TV series. It's probably fucking on there somewhere. It's probably on there somewhere. I want the out-of-print Chewbacca action figure from Empire Strikes Back uh, that has the fake snow on his face from the one scene where Chewbacca has the snow on his face. It's probably fucking on there. I want a tissue that B. Arthur used once from the set of Golden Girls. It's there. Look for it. You can wish for anything and just buy it, and not just buy it, have it delivered to your doorstep. Wherever you live, wherever you live, it will be delivered to you. I have ordered stuff from Japan, and I don't mean from like a big Japan manufacturer, you know, company that does a lot of business with the US or whatever. I mean rare DVD, out of print, some guy in fucking Japan somewhere, 
has a copy of this thing in his house and I buy it from him over the internet and he sends it to me and now I have this thing that nobody else I know in the United States even has it's it's it the convenience is absolutely out of control and that's where the problem lies that's where the problem lies it's it's too fucking convenient we shouldn't have all this convenience allow me to quote yeah you guessed it george carlin we're too fucking prosperous for our own good everybody's got a cell phone that can make pancakes it's no good it's no good now why is it no good there's nothing wrong with being able to do all these things i think it's great that you can have the opportunity to build your own website for your for your business or just for your blog i think it's great that you have the opportunity to create music uh for fun or as a hobby or if you're a professional musician to use these programs uh to to heighten your abilities to make your own stuff uh you know instead of having to rent a, a highly expensive studio and whatever i think it's great that you can meet other people out there uh you know casually and quickly uh and sometimes fuck them if you're using tinder i think it's great that your cell phone can deliver you any wish any joy any pleasure you've ever dreamed of instantaneously but the problem the problem with all of this is the entitlement that comes along with it everybody's an expert now everybody's an expert now well i'm a musician i make music with my paint by numbers music program i'm a web designer i build websites uh on my website that tells me how to build websites step by step i am a critic i go on to amazon and i leave reviews under things because why not i deserve you to cater to every one of my dating demands because that's what i deserve i deserve someone that fits my mold exactly you fit into my mold and not vice versa is there anything more entitled than tinder honestly and i don't mean tinder in the way that you're supposed to use it the way you're supposed to use it is originally tinder started uh in the gay community as grinder and it was very simple premise very very simple premise hey here's my picture here's a map tells you my proximity to you you like me great swipe it that means let's get together let's you know maybe do a little boning great simple honest direct straight people got their hands on it now it's called tinder and uh hey you want to make a fuck app that's fantastic but you know how many people don't use it for that you know how many people don't use it for that you know how many people are like oh well i just think um you know i think that uh uh i i i, I should meet my my prince charming on twin on tinder if i swear to god i've met people that go i met my girlfriend on tinder what the fuck are you talking about that's not what it's for it's for fucking it's a fuck app if i'm not on tinder but if i if i were and ladies you saw me and swiped my picture that would mean let's let's get the dick going right now that's that's what we're here to do if i met up with you and you were like so what are your hobbies i'd be like what i thought we were gonna uh all right i'll see you later i guess the point of the and then people like you know i've expressed this to people and they go well what's wrong with with you know what's wrong with it just being how people meet how fucking lazy can you be that's what's wrong with it that's what's wrong with it you don't think your future is is worth enough to invest $35 and an hour of your time building a profile how entitled can you be to sit there why haven't i met my prince charming yet swipe 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 just just die alone would you please would you just go someplace and die alone it's just entitlement it's entitlement 
And unfortunately, that's what technology has brought along. You know, I, I was talking about somebody about this Google Wallet thing, and and well, and then the new i the new iPhone thing they announced. And I said, you know, I, I think it's super convenient and it looks pretty cool. I don't know how much I trust it. I don't know how much I think of a good idea. I think it is. Um, and people say, well, you know, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. But here's what will happen, and I guarantee you this will happen. If you don't do it, eventually everybody's going to do it. Everybody's just going to do it. And then if you don't do it, then you're the asshole. Then you're the asshole, and everybody's like, this fuck, I can't believe this guy is paying with bills. Oh, my God. Please get in your horse and carriage and ride out of here. You fucking pioneer. Use, use the fucking government-monitored phone wallet. That's how everybody's going to look at it. That's how everybody is going to look at it. And eventually, by the way, they'll just get rid of money. Like, you'll go into a store. It won't be that far off, but pretty soon you'll go into a store and they'll be like, yeah, we don't take cash here. We don't take it. It already happens in, like, government agencies. Like, like, um, like I went to get my passport renewed the other day, and I wanted to pay in cash, and they were like, you have to pay an exact, the exact amount of cash. We can't give you change. And I literally was like, I'll just overpay. I don't care. Like, here's an extra $10 because I don't have a 10. I only have a 20. And they were like, no, we also can't take extra money. You have to pay exactly in cash. That's the beginning of all this. That's the beginning. That's not a matter of these people working in this, in this office aren't responsible enough to handle cash. That's not a matter of this office isn't equipped to do cash flow. That's none of that. That's none of that. That is, let's steer people towards using their credit cards for whatever reason. Well, we, you know, look, we know what the paranoid reason is. The paranoid reason is so they can keep tabs on you and monitor, monitor you and all that stuff and, you know, potentially uh, put chips in your brain. Uh, eventually, you know, the chip will be in your brain. Uh, but, you know, I'm kidding, by the way. I can't tell if anybody, if that sounded like I was kidding or not. I'm, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> you always know it's a good joke when you have to say that was a joke afterwards. That's when you know you really landed a, a hot one. Anyway, um, you will eventually walk into places and they'll be like, yeah, we don't take cash in here. Sorry, you got to use your card. And, and then you just have to do it. And then eventually they'll be like, we don't take cards. We don't take cards. We only do a thing where you hold your phone up and it blips. And that's how you pay. Like, that will happen. That will fucking happen. And then there'll be like a handful of restaurants where, that are like part of some weird rebellion where they only take cash and, you know, going to them is like going to like a speakeasy during prohibition. And, you know, you're like, oh, this place is cool. This place is the real deal. They're cool, dude. They only take cash. And then you're down in some fucking dark bunker type room drinking old fashions, talking about the way it used to be up there. Remember how good it used to be up there? They've driven us down here. And then that's how Planet of the Apes starts. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just think, I just think uh, convenience can, can not only lead to entitlement, but it can lead to laziness, which I guess is also part of the entitlement problem. Um, it leads to a laziness. It leads to, uh, well, why not me? Why not just let me do it this way? Why should I put effort into this? Why do I have to do that? I don't feel like doing that, so why do I have to? Social media, you know, I mean, you want to see people acting at their absolute fucking worst. Go on a social, just, just go on a social media network, any one of them, any one of them. People just feeding pictures of their children to the world people feeding pictures of themselves to the world, people feeding their disgusting, toxic thoughts to the world, people feeding their self-righteous horse shit. It's just gross. It's just gross. And when you say to people, why are you doing that? Don't do that. The attitude is, because I can. Because I can. 
Why not? Why not? You know, when I was growing up, they used to say uh, that it was bad to be a why person. It was better to be a why not person. And in a time where there wasn't the, the, the this technology that we have now didn't exist, I would have agreed with that. Uh, nowadays, no, it's wrong. We need more why people out there. Everybody now is a why not person. Why not? I can, so I will. Just shut the fuck up and ask yourself why you're doing it. Just just question yourself a little bit more once in a while. You'd be better off. We'd all be better off for it. I don't think people can handle the responsibility of all this is ultimately what I'm getting at. I, 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 I really don't think the average person can handle the responsibility of all this. And I made a joke on one of my albums about it, like how Twitter, you know, I was, I've always been against fascism, but Twitter was the first thing to make me go, eh, it's not that bad of an idea. You know, uh, and of course, I don't, it's a joke, I'm exaggerating, but I mean, my God almighty. You just see what people choose to do with this stuff. Technology these days is the credit is the equivalent, the modern day equivalent of the credit card boom in the 1980s. I know people uh, in my family, uh, you know, and and uh, and not, but both. You know, my parents had a had a terrible time trying to 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 recover from the credit card debt they had built for themselves in the 1980s. A lot of people did. A lot of people did. They were given this opportunity uh, that that was a, an unbelievable one. Here you are. It's a loan in your pocket. You don't have to go to the bank to get it. You don't have to sign for a line of credit at a store. You don't have to do layaway. None of those things. Here you are, a loan in your pocket. You make your purchase, you pay us back with interest, everybody wins. And people fucked their lives up. They fucked their lives up with credit cards. Swimming in debt. Swimming in debt. I remember growing up, like I'd mouth off to my parents, and my mom would go, you, you know, you talk to us like however you want. We're, we're, we're still paying for your Christmas presents. I never knew what she meant when she would yell that at me. I know what she means meant now. Now I get it. Fucking paying shit off for years. Years. In over their heads. That's what's happening now with technology. We're getting in over our heads. We're putting, we're putting uh, uh, all of our banking information, uh, all of our financial access, everything, onto uh, one device that uh, can be lost, that can be hacked. I mean, Jesus Christ Almighty, you see, you know, every celebrity's tits were just on the Internet a week ago, and now it's like, by the way, use that, uh, you know, similar technology to, to go pay for your sneakers next week. Uh, and, you know, of course, we're going to need your bank account numbers and everything. And I know that point has been made already by other people, but it's, it's very true, and it's very relevant to this discussion we're still gonna do it we're still gonna do it you could go in to uh fucking dunkin donuts in a month from now to buy a, a box of munchkins with your new convenient apple wallet or whatever and there could be a picture of jennifer lawrence's tits on the fucking thing that blips your phone and we'd still do it we would still do it. And we wouldn't even do it like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't do this. There's Jennifer Lawrence's tits. Fuck it, I'll do it anyway. We, we would do it like, oh, Jennifer Lawrence's tits. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I like Jennifer Lawrence's tits. Bleep. It wouldn't even cross our minds. We need more responsibility with this stuff, you know? And I've bitched the, 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 the thing about, like, the music programs and all that stuff. I, I've bitched about that on previous podcasts. I've bitched kind of about all this stuff on previous podcasts. Um, but, you know, that stuff, too, it bugs me. It bugs me that, like, anybody can now just be a music expert. And I don't think, 
I don't have a problem with people making music and doing things with, with these different programs and stuff. But don't act like you're the next fucking dead Mao. You know? Like, you know, it, like, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If you're a guy, uh, maybe you are the next dead Mao. I don't know. But don't just automatically act like that. Okay? That, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And that's all that needs to be said. Once you bring Dead Mao into the argument, I think I think enough has been said. I think that is a throwing down of the gauntlet, and you know you know where I'm coming from. I don't need to expand on that one anymore. Everybody's an expert. Everybody's an expert. Everybody deserves it. Nobody needs to work for it. Everybody should just have it because they feel like it. And the worst part of all of it is the lack of accountability. By the way, that was uh, that was my chair squeaking. I don't know how many times. That was a really loud squeak. I don't know if that's happened a few other times during this podcast, but it probably has. It's the chair. I don't have some kind of dysentery right now. Uh, that, that noise isn't coming out of my body. It's just coming out of the chair. Anyway, the lack of accountability, meaning... You know, uh, that this is this is more mainly. Well, no, I think this could apply anywhere. You look at the lack of accountability with social media, and I don't mean just like people throwing out whatever they think all the time. I mean, using fake pictures, using fake names, saying things, and in no way having to take any responsibility for them. You see it uh, again with the dating stuff. Uh, you know, everybody's got to come to me. Everybody's got to fit into what my perfect parameters are, and and I don't need to change for them. Uh, 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 I'm gonna run up. I'm gonna run myself uh, into debt and 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 burn out my bank account by spending way too much money online. And you know, you used to hear those stories of the ladies like in in the 1980s, like overrunning their homes with bullshit they bought on QVC or whatever, and that they were addicted to QVC. Well, that happens now, but now it's just online buying. It's the same thing. There's no accountability with any of this because it's all anonymous. All of it is anonymous. None of it requires any real effort. You don't have to get up and get into the car and drive to the store and spend your money where you, there's a, where there is a time period to think about what you did, where there's the drive home with the thing and you, and you can sit and stare at it in your passenger seat and have your buyer's remorse. That doesn't exist. When you're not handing your cash over, literal cash, hard green cash, when you're not handing that over, and it's just mysteriously going on to some charge through your phone, your charge card somewhere, or some account linked to something else, and you don't see any of it happening, you don't have the buyer's remorse because there's no literal parting with the money. When you can say whatever you want online, and even if you do use your real name and, and your real face, probably not catch any flack for it, uh, because you're not a you know a global celebrity or something, or some famous news reporter or whatever, or 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 somebody way up the 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 corporate ladder that's being monitored all the time by your superiors, you can just get away with it. And if you're still scared to do that, then you can make a fake account using other people's photos, uh, and, and putting the blame for your words on another person. There's zero accountability because there's zero responsibility. There's zero responsibility because there's zero inconvenience. When things are too easy, things don't force you to be accountable. People wouldn't say half the shit they say online to a person's face. Those days are gone. Remember those days? I don't know if you do. I do. Let's step outside. Remember that? That was a thing that existed at one point. I don't like the way you're talking to me. Let's step outside. I mean, they probably never literally said that, but you know what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, just describing. You know what I mean. Different time, different words. That's gone. That's totally gone. Tough guy on the phone, that was a thing when I was growing up. Oh, Mr. Tough guy on the phone, say it to my face. I mean, we all know how tough we get on the phone. You know, you call customer service, they fucked you out of your seat on the airplane, whatever it is. You're screaming. You're screaming. 
It could literally be the rock on the other end of the phone. You don't give a shit. You're screaming at the guy. You're not scared. What's he going to do? Nothing. He can't come beat you up. How? It's never going to happen. He's not going to pull a punch drunk love and show up at your work at the end of the movie telling you to leave him the fuck alone. That's not going to happen. So if tough guy on the phone was was like being removed from the real situation in the in the eighties and nineties, you're even way you're way more removed now with tough guy on line. I mean that's it's just, you know. By the way, another one I forgot to mention until right now, porn. Porn. It's just there. It's just there all the time. You can whack off the live long day. Oh, that just, just, that whatever you feel like. I feel so sorry for porn girls. I feel so bad for them. And the guys too. But I think the, I think the girls are probably getting a, a, a more raw deal right now. I don't, you know what? I don't know. Maybe the guys are getting more of it. I don't know. I feel bad for porn people because there is no gender when you're swallowing cum. That's what my grandmother always said. I feel bad for porn people, man. I really, really do. I don't know how they make any money. I don't know how they make any money. We take all of their work for free. We just take it for free. It's the same thing we did with Napster. And did you see the fucking backlash with Napster? Guess what porn doesn't have? Porn doesn't have Lars from Metallica going on the MTV Video Music Awards and going, this is bullshit. Stop stealing this stuff. They don't have it. People are just streaming this shit for free. Nobody's going to bat for them, and nobody gives a fuck. People would have kept doing Napster if no, if it wasn't taken away from them. People are still pirating music, Pirate Bay, just taking shit. You join these fucking uh, um, uh, movie websites where you just, uh, what the fuck are they called? The goddamn... Jesus, this is the truly uh, the mark of a man that can't put the words together. I just said, what the fuck are they called? The goddamn just, you know, just cursing to try to find the words right now. The uh, that's one of my favorite Bill Burr bits. Fucking the guy's trying to think of way. <laughs> he's using it to fill in the pause. Fucking <laughs> I just did that with goddamn anyway. You go to websites, you download movies. I'm not talking Netflix and all that stuff. I'm talking about illegally downloading movies just for free. Just for free. And, you know, well, why? Well, why not? Because I can. Because I can. Because it's not being properly policed, so I can do it if I feel like it. That It's terrible. People work their ass off for this shit to put these things together, and we just take it. We just take it. I don't download illegally. And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I really don't do it. Um, I, there's a website I go to where I pay for my pornography. Uh, there, and then I buy my music either in a store or at iTunes. Uh, and I rent movies online or pay for streaming services. But I got to tell you, even the streaming services have contributed in their own way to this problem. Well, I shouldn't say they contributed to it. This is what we do. But I mean, I my attention span for movies has shrunk to about a fourth of what it used to be. Um, I don't want to watch television shows regularly anymore, like uh, meaning when they air. I don't even have cable anymore. Why? Because I'll just binge watch it if I, if I want to. I'll binge watch it, and that'll be the end of it. Even that is irresponsible, in my opinion. You know, it's, 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 it's entitled. Well, not irresponsible. It's entitled. It's entitled. I, I feel like doing it my way. I don't want to have to do it your way. And I'll tell you something. Doing it somebody else's way is really, really good for us. It's what you need to do. It's what helps define genuine love for another person. It, it's what helps define being truly humane. 
It's what helps define being selfless. It's what giving is all about. Saying to somebody else, what's the way you need me to do this right now, and I will meet you there. And then maybe somewhere else down the line, you'll get that in return. Wouldn't that be nice? Of course it would be. But when we're in this mindset of constantly saying, it will only be done on my terms and according to my convenience, well, we're heading down a bad road at that point. And once you're on that road, it's real hard to turn back. Why? Because it's not convenient. We're trucking along here on Easy Street. Why would we turn back now? We got a good thing going, baby. Yeah, well, we do. We do. So let's enjoy it until it completely fucks us. And we're all living separated from one another with chips in our brains underneath the surface of the earth as the apes rule above us. That's what's going to happen. I'm just saying. You've seen the movie. You want to know how it starts. This is how it starts. Anyway, folks, uh, thanks for listening. I think that's as good a note as, uh, as any to end this on. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. Sorry we didn't get to any Twitter uh, questions. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I love that on the technology episode. We didn't get to any Twitter questions. Anyway, um, sorry, we just didn't today. Um, thank you for listening. Plugs again. Uh, double album, Mistakes Were Made, the B-Sides, available now on iTunes, $9.99. Ooh, what a price. What a deal. Uh, and upcoming shows in Toronto, Philly, uh, and New York, and Connecticut, and Lancaster. Uh, go to joederosacomedy.com. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Let us know what you think. We appreciate it. Use that technology, baby. Use it. Use it. Use it. Use it.